Support for the Things Above podcast, hosted by James Brian Smith, comes from the Apprentice Institute for Christian Spiritual Formation at Friends University, whose mission is to provide spiritually transforming educational experiences for churches and individuals seeking a radiant, joyful, Christ-centered life. Learn more by visiting ApprenticeInstitute.org. I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 103. If you missed the pod episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above, which is where the name of the podcast comes from, Colossians 3, verses 1 and 2, where Paul says, set our minds on things above. And setting our mind on good, beautiful, true thoughts is not easy. I need it. That's why I do the podcast, and I suspect that's why many of you listen, because we want to have our mind set on truth that sets us free. Today's thought from above is this. Jesus is holding you together. Back in episode 101, I talked about how this podcast is based on Colossians 3.1. Since then, you've been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above. And in that episode, I talked about how the very next clause of the verse is something we would do well to explore and understand. Paul finishes the verse this way, after saying, set your mind on things above. He says, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. And in episode 101, I explained that Jesus being seated at the right hand of God is really, really important and something we seldom understand or think about. In that episode, I mentioned that There are two reasons that Jesus would sit down, why he's seated at the right hand of God, as we say in the Apostles' Creed. The first one is this. In ancient literature, when when someone was seated, it was a symbol that they had completed their work. So that's what it would have meant to the original hearers in Paul's day when they say he sat down at the right hand of God. They would say, oh, because he's finished. That's how that worked. The second reason that a person sits down at the right hand of the king, is because that symbolizes power and authority. And Jesus said at the end of Matthew 28, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. So being seated at the right hand of the Father symbolizes this. So he's completed his work, and he continues to have all power and all authority. And in that episode, in 101, I focused on that first part about the completed work. And I said, Jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. So that when we set our minds on Jesus sitting down, we can think, you know what? He did what his mission was, which was to reveal God the Father to us so that we say, what is God like? The only answer is Jesus. And that's beautiful. But the second part of Hebrews 1.3, which is where I just read, says Jesus upholds all things by his power. Jesus upholds all things by his power. Then and only then does the author of Hebrews say, Jesus sat down. So why does he include that? Jesus is not just the exact representation of the Father, but he upholds all things. Then he sat down. The reason is because if this is true, we ought to know it. If the entire universe, including you and your loved ones, your house, 
and everything you own is constantly held together by Jesus, well, that is rather important. And it should lead us to gratitude. I mean, this truly is a thought from above. Jesus is holding the entire universe together right now. For me, this is really important because I tend to think of the world, the stars and the earth and the oceans and the mountains and you and me, as being things that yeah, they just are. And as such, well, I take it for granted. I may think, yeah, God made the stars and God made the oceans and the mountains and God made you and me. Good job, God. Well done. And it may lead me to praise and doxology to say, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Thank you, God, for the stars and the earth and for me and for you. But do I praise God for whom all things continue to exist? I can praise God that he created it, but in this passage, we're beginning to say, no, we should praise God because he continues to hold all things together. This notion really smacks against my pride because I like to think that I exist because, well, I just do. And I keep on existing because I just do. Because I eat food and I try to stay healthy and get sleep and all the things that keep me whole. And all of this leads me to think that I have everything to do with my existence, past, present, and future. What hubris! We did not come to be of our own accord. We exist because God said, let there be you and let there be Jim. I did nothing, you did nothing to merit your existence. It's all grace. And the same is true of our continuing existence. Okay, here's an amazing, mind-blowing quote from St. John of the Cross. Love St. John of the Cross, Dark Night of the Soul guy. But this quote, oof, listen to this. He said, Were God to turn away for an instant, we would cease to be. Wow, let me repeat that one. Were God to turn away for an instant, we would cease to be. Talk about being utterly dependent. All things are being held together at all times by Jesus. That is one of the things it means that Jesus is seated at the right hand of God. So when Paul says, set your mind on things above, one of those things he wants us to set our minds on is the reality that Jesus is constantly holding all of us together. Which makes me say, wow. And makes me say, thanks. And makes me say, yes. In his great book, Orthodoxy, G.K. Chesterton writes this, It is possible that God says every morning, do it again to the sun, and every evening, do it again to the moon. It may not be automatic necessity that makes all daisies alike. It may be that God makes every daisy separately, but has never gotten tired of making them. It may be that he has the eternal appetite of infancy. For we have sinned and grown old, and our Father is younger than we. Wow, again, what an insight. 
Set your mind on this idea. Every morning, God says, do it again, Mr. Sun. And every blade of grass and every flower is not just there for no reason, but is there because God is saying every single second of the day, let there be grass and let there be flowers. And if he stopped for a second, as John of the Cross said, there wouldn't be flowers or grass or you or me. God, said Chesterton, never gets tired because God has the eternal appetite of infancy. Have you ever seen a toddler watch a butterfly? They're fascinated by it. Chesterton is saying, God is that way. God looks at every butterfly and every daisy and you and says, wow, God is forever young. It's we who have sinned and grown old. My friend Rich Mullins wrote a whole song based on this Chesterton quote called Growing Young. Listen to a little bit of Rich's song and see if you can catch what Chesterton was trying to say. Wow, I love that song, and I love the quote. To set our minds on things above is to set our minds on the reality that Jesus is saying yes to everything all of the time. He's holding all things together, not mechanically, but intimately and with delight. Yes, God could obliterate us right at this second. Could, but instead, God is holding each of us together in love. He really does have the whole world in his hands. And remember, those hands were pierced for our transgressions. God not only holds us together, but he reaches his hands out to us in love to say, I love you, not just that I made you, not that I should hold you together. I died to have a relationship with you. You may be feeling like you're falling apart today. Maybe that's where you are. Well, I would say this, be at peace. Jesus is holding you together. He's put you together before, hasn't he? And he can do so again and again. And he will keep holding you together, not only in this life, but in the next. When he appears and we appear with him in glory, Colossians 3, 4. Which means he's going to make us glow. So why not let him start making you glow right now? with gladness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I hope you join me next week for episode 104. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith, and you can learn more about this podcast at apprenticeinstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend 
And you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above. <laughs>